Should you peel the foil seal entirely off a dip container? If questions like this have crossed your mind, then you're in good company. Today we'll be taking a closer look at some of the daily habits and social conventions that make up the monotony of life. Let's pick up a pen and over-exaggerate how long it's been since you've used one. <laughs> Grab your knitting needles and a blanket because it's time for three old friends to sit around and sew a new patch into their quilt of friendship. So join me, Dion, under the covers with Christian. Welcome to Patchwork. And Josh. Welcome to Patchwork. Now, before we get started, I usually don't bring my filth into this uh, recording <laughs> studio, but I had a bit of a rough day um, today, and we don't often bring our problems to Patchwork. It's usually very positive and, and, sp- and sprightly. Um, but my partner and I were currently sort of looking for a, a cat, um, and we went to an animal shelter today, and they just had no idea about animals. I won't go into detail, but they just, they really didn't understand animals. We asked them questions. They didn't even know what a cat or a dog was. Just pictures um, of the animals. That's right. That's right. Pictures. We could pet the pictures. They though. had the birds great. in a kennel. <laughs> the cats are in a little cage. Hanging you got to help me. <laughs> it was a really weird experience, and we were quite sort of rattled after it, but we were driving back after the shelter and um, went to stop at a, a market. You guys know how much I like and also hate markets. But I was parking my car and I kind of was thinking about this experience I had. It was really a shit. Parking my car and just raised onto the curb just a little bit, a uh, little parallel park and just heard a ch- no. Oh, someone cracked a can. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. And intercepted my joke. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, rode up onto the curb and punctured my tyre. So oh, the day went from good to bad to bad again. <laughs> um, but it was that whole experience of the roadside assistance and comprehending how is this thing so cheap and so beneficial to the world? You didn't, you didn't you self-serve. Didn't, you didn't, no. Wasn't interested. Oh, my back stuffed at the moment. Oh, That's excuse. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Excuse. I'm not a man. <laughs> I'm not a- so uh, can I uh, just a few established things as we did yeah. last patch? I established yeah. a lot of things in the yeah. Um, Do you have a spare tire in the car? I did. Yep, found that I did have a spare tire. Yep. Okay. Were you were you comfortable? Did you go to do it and go like this is too much for me, or off the bat were you like call them up, get the RSCV down here? I think I just thought. Well, I'll just I'll just get someone else to do it. I can't be bothered yeah, doing right. this. I can't really remember. I think actually one thought was, and I was right in the end, was the tire in the back hadn't been used for ages and would have required a pump up, and it actually did need a pump up. Oh. But anyway, I called up, and it was this always it's always roadside assistance, kind of like you pay like 70, 80 bucks a year, and you can pretty much you can pretty much do anything. So I called <laughs> up, and they said it would be an hour, and I was like, I don't need to be anywhere, and I I have this coping mechanism in these situations where I honestly I. Two minutes after it happened, I felt grateful that it happened in this moment because I was like, yeah, I don't, right. I don't need to be anywhere. I'm parked in a really safe spot. The space behind me, it was completely fine, yeah. and I felt, I, I was like, and I was like, turned a negative into a positive. But this is one thing that I was thinking. So they said it would take an hour, and when they said it would take an hour, I was like, they're probably overshooting that. It's probably going to be less, mm. but they just want me to be happy with that service because you only use the service a couple of times a year. Yeah, I wanted to know from you guys. If that hour elapsed, at what point are you calling back and saying, yeah. hey, it hasn't turned up yet? I could ask you the same question. Dion, throughout, so we've just purchased a new audio Great. interface for the podcast, which is why maybe the audio for this episode is coming through particularly crisp. Mm. But Dion, Josh, so so the, the estimated time of shipping for this product was until October 10th. Okay. 
And Dion followed up with me saying, when's it arriving? When's it arriving? Yeah. Should you contact the company? Hang on. Give some backup. Back some this background. Is, what's the background? The background is, no, you have to say how long had it elapsed since it was, since it was dispatched, it since matter. it was registered. It doesn't matter how long had elapsed because oh. the estimated time of delivery was until October 10th. So Dion <laughs> was about to have me... Contact the company to follow up. No, no, and, no. And this relates to this relates to your story, Dion, because I think that once the hour has elapsed, yes, right, I would give them perhaps another ten minutes max. Really? Well, I, yeah, I this is something I found out about myself that I take time really, really literally. So if, I don't know if we've talked about this, but if someone says they're going to be fifteen minutes and they don't call and it gets to twenty, I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, <laughs> what's happening here? So, Do you take time literally like that? I, I'm with Christian pretty much exactly that if mm. give it 10 minutes. So don't, you know, before the hour's up, when they give you the time frame, let them have their time. I did. I let them okay, have their good. hour. Yes. And then, so, I, yeah. so how long were you following up afterwards? Yeah. I followed up like literally two minutes after the yeah, hour. Okay. Because, um, because right. no, but it was that logic of like, they are giving the upper limit. And anyway, so yeah. I called back and he was like, oh, let me check that for you. And he said, okay, I've just checked in with the driver you would have received a missed call, a phone call. Oh, no. And I was like, no, I didn't. I've literally got a watch that tells me when people call. No, I didn't. I honestly haven't mm. received a missed call. And he was like, I'll check back with the driver again. He got back to me and he said, the driver forgot to press the call button <laughs> or something. Come on. And didn't turn up. So ended That's up taking. real. Yeah, I know. But ended up taking an hour and a half. But my position of calling up like a minute after was vindicated. Yes. Can we please yes. go back to that excuse? Have you mm. ever gone to make a call, <laughs> forgot to press call, put it up to your, your ear, ear and yeah. gone, oh, I didn't answer. <laughs> and it didn't ring. Yeah. No sound. <laughs> and apparently he turned up. To the car and realised that no one was there. I don't know. Wh- oh, uh, it, he came it, without a spare tire. It, <laughs> ma- <laughs> it made absolutely no That's sense. That's just the excuse. It's like, yeah, just say he stuffed up and ignored your job. But so for yeah. you, Josh, what about you? Hour? They say your car will be here in an hour. When are you calling up? The problem with it, I would probably at least give him that. The problem is I've had in the past, you have the thought of going... Should I call here or give him the benefit of the doubt? And then you go, uh, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. And then you call up like your situation and they did stuff up. And you're yeah. like, I should have called earlier. Yes, I agree. I Dion, I'm with I'm on your side now. And I just want to be clear that had October 10 hit, <laughs> yeah. I would have contacted them a minute later. Yeah, 12.01. But I do have another situation where I ordered these sticker things, these stickers for walls. They're like wallpaper from America, right? And they and the lady said that it would take shipping is taking ages international mm. shipping, it'll take between six and twelve weeks from America. I was like, I have not had anything take three months. It's been shocking, but I've not had anything take three months to arrive from any country. And it turns out that I was sort of I, I messaged her once. I was like, after six weeks, I was like, are you sure this is coming? She was like, yeah, just wait. Messaged her after ten weeks. It turns out it gets returned to the fucking post office in America because they're not shipping that particular company isn't shipping to Australia. And I feel Jesus. like saying you should have listened to me the first time, you it, sticker yeah. idiot, you <laughs> you adhesive moron. <laughs> it literally took three months for my nonno to get here yeah. to Australia in 1952. <laughs> Great. What pandemic was happening back then? <laughs> and then they returned him back to Italy. <laughs> a couple of weeks ago, I was walking around uh, my local neighbourhood um, and I was saying, sending a text message and this person came out of their apartment and their dog 
kind of it was like a kelpie kind of thing quite mm. passively kind of slowly started to walk towards me and, and go to like just sniff at me as a dog does wasn't going crazy wasn't running over the energy that the owner <laughs> gave off for that was crazy so like the dog was kind of going over and he overestimated how much i would care so i was like john no no get in no don't and i was like it's okay mate just I'm I'm completely fine with the dog coming over, and it made me think: What is the owner's responsibility in that case? They don't know what kind of person I'm if I'm freaked out by dogs. Yep. They should know their dog pretty well, and they don't want to mm-hmm. presume to think like, "Oh, don't worry, he's fine, he's fine." In case someone hates it. Yeah, I think in this instance, Josh, they probably know that Kelpie very well. Mm. Gets a little sniff. Once it sees that he's <laughs> accepted, it's going to try to bite you. I think. Yeah, I, it, it, it did not seem that way. The dog was so placid. Mm. And I feel like there's this... I want to know where you guys think it falls. There's an element... That one, to me, is too much. Mm-hmm. Yes. But I don't want them to care so little. Well, I, I think yeah. so much about it, so much of the reaction from the, the pet owner needs to be based on the recipient. Mm. So, the body language of the recipient. So, yeah. you, maybe, Josh, you were coming across as really standoffish. So, as the dog was approaching you, you were, you were a bit... Um, were you cagey? The problem is, mask on, can't read the yeah. face, can you? Yeah. Yes. Okay. And you had a mask on as well. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that the other end of that scale is the owner who doesn't give a shit. Yes. And their dog is doing anything. And I don't want that either. Yeah, I just think as a dog owner, you have big responsibility. And I feel like that responsibility almost corresponds with the size of the dog. Yes. Mm. If, the, if you've got a big dog and it's a, and it's a, and it's a massive dog that's known for, for killing people, you got to step up. But you have to be... This comes down to what do dogs need in that situation? They need to know that you are top of the pack. You are the, you are the pack leader. And top that, dog. Top dog. The top dog. And that's where it comes from. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but, but you need... They need... To, like, and so dogs need that kind of instruction. And so did that... Out of interest, did that dog come back? Um, it kind of just milled... It didn't like come right up to me. It kind of milled around and he kind of came out and mm. got it. But it wasn't... No, nothing of interest really happened in the interaction he didn't mm. the dog didn't jump up on me mm-hmm. if a dog jumps up on someone i'm all for the owner jump oh i'm so sorry i'm so oh i'm so sorry like getting in there and getting involved even if i'm okay with it but mm. but at that point in time have you given the dog too much space if the dog is a jumpy dog that's going to jump on people do you need to be do you need to have it closer to your person let me correct you I would like to, we're happy to hear from dog behavioralists out there. <laughs> I don't think there's such thing as a jumpy dog. There's such I thing as, a, as an owner, <laughs> I was going to lead with it, but there's an owner that doesn't, in the initial stages of having that dog, there are some exceptions, which you can you can write, write to us about. Um, <laughs> but there are some, like, I just think that all comes down to the owner. And it's good that you're speaking to us with authority, Dion, because you've owned how many dogs? <laughs> I've, owned, I've owned one dog. I've owned one yeah. dog. It was a Maltese poodle. It was tiny. Um, and yeah, but, but I actually feel quite hypocritical because I'm very big on um, uh, training dogs properly, but I sort of trained my dog a little bit. Eh, it didn't really matter. It was tiny. Well, you know what I don't get, right? <laughs> <laughs> and the smaller they are, <laughs> the less training Just they really need. really bit with very little tension. <laughs> the thing that I don't get at this... This will sound ridiculous, but why are we not just only breeding really calm, chilled out <laughs> dogs for domestic pets? Why? Why, why aren't? Why go. isn't the only breed that you can get as a domestic 
dog owner, a really chilled out breed, smallish. What are just... you talking about? What hang on, hang on, that... hang on, hang on. Let him dig his grave. What do you mean? What, 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 what do you mean? Do we need big dogs that can knock <laughs> stuff over and are really aggressive? Ever. Sorry, are you... Are no, you... no, 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 no. We're talking about two different things. You're saying you, you've pivoted from small to aggressive. No, Josh... hey, Do you think big dogs no, should exist? I was using the word calm. Josh is basically... <laughs> what, what, what's it called? Is it called eugenics? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Is that oh, what man, you... we fucked up dog heaps in the last 100 years. <laughs> yeah, and you're, and you're trying to say, well, because we've come so far fucking them up, we may as well just have one dog. Um, when you go out, you go buy dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that'd be great. I'm gonna go adopt a dog, and they're all super placid and lovely. <laughs> no, but that's the thing. That's the thing I've learned, Christian. You introduced me to Caesar. Yeah, Caesar Milan. Oh, Caesar Milan, this dog behavioralist. That's the second time I've said that phrase. He's on YouTube. <laughs> he's got his own series, and he takes any dog and just kills it. <laughs> no, 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 no. He takes any dog and 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 is able to. In he's it's like a dog whisperer. He's a dog, he whisperer, dog yeah. whisperer. It's that's like super thing, nanny right? for dogs. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But there's that's no the tagline. That, but there's no. But apparently, like, there's some dogs will have uh, some persuasion to being violent and aggressive. But if you're a good trainer. Do you do your research? Pick a dog. Mm, yeah. Pick your bloody dog that you think's going to work in your home. If you live in a tiny place, don't get a fucking that's what Arctic I monkey. <laughs> but how are you not working that out? Because to me, like to get a dog is a massive, massive deal. These guys are lost. It's a massive deal that I feel like the amount of research that should be done before picking that breed. Surely that's all you're doing in the lead up to getting a dog is researching dogs, right? There's no other priority at that so, point. Josh, Arctic <laughs> monkey. I said, don't get an Arctic monkey. Yes, you should be doing heaps of research, Josh, beforehand. And then you, or you end up buying a band. But do you know? Do you know? Do you know what the worst thing is? Is that I've done. Leash. I've done a lot of those. What dog fits your lifestyle? Oh, I love those hypotheticals. Yeah. No, no. The, oh, I thought online, you said, "What dog are you?" No. <laughs> Great. The, the online tests. To be like, what is your current lifestyle? And I'll continue to do them because I'm not getting the dog that I want. <laughs> oh. It keeps recommending me very gentle, placid indoor dogs. I'm like, right. no, I want a big sporty one. Do you reckon Christian would be good at training a dog? Uh, yeah. yeah. I think he'd be pretty good at it. Yeah. See, that's the thing. I've only got experience owning cats. Mm. And I know that when I see my cats interacting with people, I, I have to be really conscious about the people that are around them. And which cat they're around. Because yeah. I know one in particular has had some trauma through its life mm. and, and does not like people around it. And I think it's the same with dogs. If you want to be a responsible pet owner, you have to know the personality of the dog to go, uh, not that one. And Josh, did you watch Dr. Harry and Dr. Katrina Warren <laughs> when you were younger as well? I loved Harry's practice. It was great, wasn't it? That hat. It's all Bondi vet these days, isn't it? Yeah. We've it gone from old Dr. Harry with his old man hat and tartan shirt <laughs> yeah. to sleek and slick Bondi vet. Getting shirt good... off. How yeah. we... My weirdest thing with Bondi vet, though, just as a side, <laughs> he's gone from years and years and years of training to become a vet. Being yes. like, I love animals. I want to work this profession too. Or I could get on the telly now. Maybe I'll just get on the telly. <laughs> and he's more interested in hosting reality shows... Hang and on, being on, on the telly than being a vet. Are you criticising his decision to make money and, uh, and lots of it? I'm saying... For if being I've, an attractive vet. If I've gone through all the training and everything to become a vet, yeah. I feel like that's my... I'm, I'm locked in then. Hang on. Wait, that's my what? life. But, but he is he, a vet. He is still a vet. And then he thought, fuck that. He didn't <laughs> think. Someone was like, that vet is so yeah, goddamn sexy. Thought, yeah, I'll get the money and go on the telly. No, he sees patients in the ad break. <laughs> you don't know that. <laughs> Just on set. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's a wrap for the Kelpie. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you 
Is it okay <laughs> as a... Because I, I am an animal lover and I love dogs and I love walking to dog parks just to see them all interacting with one another. Yep. Is it okay to walk up to someone else's dog and pat it without... Do you have to, you have to ask permission? What's, what's the protocol there? I would not approach the dog, but if the dog approaches you, I think it's fair game. Okay. So I you, think that's it. That's what, the point. What if you sidle up to a dog and then if it sniffs you, it sniffs you and then... What mm. you like... Drop something and bend down to tie your shoelace <laughs> next to the dog. Is a that what you're doing? Bit, yeah. Um, if you make eyes and ask the owner, I think that's fine. If you have a really good looking dog, because I think obviously all dogs are beautiful, <laughs> but sexy. some but some are sexy, right? Like some are really sexy. <laughs> like dogs. the Bondi vet. <laughs> like the Bondi vet. We have a friend that owns a Can Terrier, and Can Terriers are the dogs from the Wizard of Oz, and they and it's a purebred Can Terrier. It is beautiful. And it gets so much attention from people, like always staring at it when it's out and about walking. And I think surely if you've got it, like, if going for a walk with a dog like that is like being with a celebrity in public, you have to expect <laughs> that that celebrity is going to want, uh, is going to be asked to give autographs, right? <laughs> but the equivalent, what do you mean? But hang on, your version of the autograph is patting the dog, which Correct. has to be the equivalent to touching the celebrity. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so no. Chris is a paparazzi. <laughs> Pat, a, a pat parazzi. <laughs> wait, <laughs> wait, so you're oh, saying, yeah. Christian, the, the better looking the dog, the more license you have to touch it? Yes, I think so. Oh, well, well uh, if you're saying that, I'm fine with that. <laughs> is that but is that right? Nah, definitely nah. not. But, nah. a, but a really cute, like imagine like a really cute dog. Well, I think because the owner will know with a very attractive dog, mm. people are going to come up, people are going to pat it. And I think you can expect that. And for me, for me, the, the, the real point is if you've got a sexy dog, don't be an <laughs> asshole because people want to pat your dog. So if yeah. you, you've got a responsibility <laughs> as the owner of a sexy dog <laughs> to let people pat this it. This sounds like a very personal anecdote, Christian. It's Have un- you had an experience? It's yeah. unfair. There's a neighbor who owns a Samoyed <laughs> who is. is gorgeous. This gorgeous Samoyed and always walks past. And, I'm, and the Samoyed looks at me and I look back at it and I'm like, this I know this Samoyed wants a big oh. old pat and the owner doesn't even make eye contact and is looking at their phone. They don't even know what they've got. Yeah. They don't appreciate the Samoyed. <laughs> so to wrap it up, always appreciate the Samoyed. <laughs> Now it's time for Australia's favourite game show... Wheel of Fortune Cookie! Mm. Oh, yum. Oh, yum. This Chinese restaurant is so Mm. delicious. Bit spicy. (laughs) (laughs) But as always, they've got the fortune cookies. We've been here so many times. (laughs) You need to stop putting so much chilli in your food. Um, but yeah, it's got the, the cookies again with the single word in each of them. Mm. I'll, um, I'll start us off, shall I? When one goes to the supermarket, one must look to the end of the aisle. <laughs> <laughs> when one goes to the supermarket, one must look to the end of the aisle. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Cracking stuff. Very profound. <laughs> the. <laughs> Dion, did you want to crack your cookie? Yeah, sure. 
Men <laughs> observe the women walking through wherever they shop. <laughs> Men observe women walking wherever they shop. Wow, these cookies are so profound. Yeah, it's terrific. God, they've really stepped up their game. <laughs> okay, Whew. and uh, I think I'll crack my one now. <sighs> Understanding each other's points is critical to feeling love. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's quite yeah, profound. Yeah. It's quite profound. <laughs> Understanding each other's points is critical to feeling love. <laughs> Great. Mm, yeah, delicious. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> uh, so, I tend to eat quite a lot of dip. Um, <laughs> <laughs> is that a fortune? <laughs> I tend to... Um, and with with dip comes uh, the great packaging. responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> but with but with dip does come great responsibility, which with is great dip. With great <laughs> dip. Um, so if you imagine the quintessential dip container, mm. you have the plastic lid, but then you also have the foil beneath that plastic lid. Mm. Now, for years, I have, without question, peeled the foil back halfway, mm-hmm. used the dip, and then replaced the foil. So, pulled it back down, put the plastic lid on, back in the fridge. Mm. Now, I have never thought, why don't I take the entire piece of foil off once I've opened the dip? What do you guys do? I think the key thing, and I don't know why the industry went this way, those plastic lids on every dip are way too lightweight and flimsy. Yeah, they're loose. Mm. I've never had like a good snap lock on a lip on a dip lid. Mm. Never had a snap lock on a dip lid. (laughs) Never had a snap lock on a dip lid. No. Yumi's, the big one kilo tubs. Yep. The lid is far more robust. Okay. But they don't have the foil. Well, there you go. So they've foregone the foil. For the heavy lid. So you're saying, Josh, that the flimsy plastic lid is is supported by the foil. I think so because I'm, <laughs> is I'm that with what you. it says on the packaging? <laughs> <laughs> do not do not replace. Do not remove foil. It is supporting the plastic lid. So I'm with you though, Christian. For some reason, and I don't know why this feels right, but it is. Don't peel it all the way off. Even if you peel it all, always leave it a little bit attached. So you can follow back down and then press it down with the lid. Can, can I just say just one thing just really quickly? It's patch 89 and I was just reflecting on in that moment just all the other times we've talked about thin plastic films. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. Just, it's unbelievable how the ground that we cover. Um, but Josh, yes. <laughs> so I think I'm I'm open to fully peeling it back but still leaving a little bit attached. But why? Because I think it help, It feels like it seals better while no, the foil's no, still on no. there, right? You think it does. You think it does. Yeah, it doesn't. It does. It's the opposite. Well, have you... The weird thing I realised... Give me, give me some Western Star Butter Spreadable. Oh. That foil comes right off. Does that it? all foil off into the bin and I just leave the lid. Whereas dips, 
Why am I distinguishing the two? So interestingly, with a Nutalex, mm. right, which is which is for anyone listening, a margarine style equivalent butter, <laughs> it has like a very thin plastic sheet. Oh, it does. Very easy to pe- grab onto. Yes, that oh, peels off the top. They're in margarines. They're in, in margarines. margarines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's going in the bin straight away. There's, 100%. I'm not leaving that little plastic. Uh, speak to my parents. They'll leave it on. <laughs> why? But why no, no, are it, we leaving any of them on? Yeah, we, we, you don't have to speak to them. <laughs> I just talk for them. Um, why do we leave them on? I think it's the because we're wanting to preserve. We're wanting things to last for ages. It's that thing of when you open up one of those cans of salsa and it says, Eat within seven days. I'm not eating that within seven days. A whole thing of dip in five days. I know it's really tough. So what? So how would you improve it, Christian? What are you going to do? Surely a more robust lid system. Well, my question is to your point. So let's use the the thing on the um, margarine as an example. And the we'll use the so the foil clearly is a a freshness thing, right? And it's sealed properly, Mm -hmm. and it's hardcore to be like this is locked in freshness, right? But that's that's at the start, and then the seal gets broken. The seal's broken. Can you, is there any value in the non-glue back of the foil? Does that do anything for freshness or not? You're saying reapply (laughs) glue to the foil? Maybe we're at that point. Use the dip to (laughs) glue the foil back to... No, what you want, Christian, you want resealable foil. You don't want to have to get the super glue out, go to Bunnings, get the super glue out. You want resealable. No, I want to know that I can take the foil off and it has no impact on sealing in the freshness. But when you're, so when you're leaving the half on, are you putting it on and sort of letting it just like hover above the. Well, no. So I try to like close it back. Like it's it's a rough approximation of where it starts. And then the plastic lid. And finishes the, the job. Lib- yeah. So what we should actually do is do a test. Go two dips. Yeah. One pl- foil fully off. Yep. And the other, let's go halfway and keep the foil on essentially. Yeah. But then once you take the foil off, you have the responsibility of cleaning the inside. There's so much. No, there's don't. so much good dip on the inside of the foil. You don't clean the dip off the inside of the foil, Josh. Off the inside of the foil. Come yeah. on. There's not that much dip on the inside of the foil. Oh, oh come on. It's the best bit There's as well. <laughs> it has to be. You have to, will you lick that, Josh, or clean it off with a cracker? Uh, use a cracker, of course. No, 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 no. no. There's that. another option. You, you finger. Yeah, use your finger. And it's when the at the end time, of it. At the why, end of it. Hang why, on. Why? <laughs> why introduce another medium that needs to be cleaned? Because it's literally the only time in your life you use if you if I want you all I want you all listening. Yeah, I know exactly. Put, what you're saying. You're yeah, absolutely right. Put out, <laughs> put out your fingers. Put out your fingers. It's it's trending on Twitter. Put out your fingers. <laughs> hold out your hold out your index finger. That yeah. middle segment, the back of it, is just for dip. <laughs> it's literally just for dip. And yes. Christian, just like that, the back oh, of that you- swiping motion. What? I what? have never. You're looking like you make it like a fish hook. I, I agree. Like, did you I see agree what, with Did you see what Christian was doing? He's such a noob. He was. He was <laughs> such a noob. He was. Do, he was doing the action towards him, Josh. Oh, Clearly, it's away hour. from you. Have a two hour. Because I just go foil to mouth. Yeah. Like you see, oh, oh, like some like sort of pig. caveman. <laughs> yeah. Thank <laughs> some, you. Some, I went with caveman. You went with pig. <laughs> <laughs> I will take Neanderthalic mammal of some sort. <laughs> How about this? What are we doing with a can of Pringles? Once oh, we pop, oh, it's not you. a spread. What are you talking about? <laughs> no, yeah, like, yeah, great that's, point. Yeah, are we are we peeling that fully off? Oh, yes, absolutely. The foil. I don't, but we should, right? What? It, it you put the foil back on a pack of Pringles. I only, I only pull it three quarters of the way yeah, back. I kind of, I kind of do the same. That's so weird. Yeah, that's the thing, right? I, I've done it my whole life. I've peeled these dips three quarters of the way back, and then you get to the end of the dip, right? And you realize that there's like a full hidden 
like <laughs> land of extra fresh dip, <laughs> yeah, cr- like crunched into the back. <laughs> well, you know what I've noticed? A big example for me is sour cream because you don't go through that very uh, often, right? You no. have you have burrito night, and then it sits there for a yeah. week and a half. I mean, what am I meant to do with this? <laughs> Josh places the emphasis sour cream, sour cream. What? God, oh, really? <laughs> is that a genuine bone to pick? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> anyway, my point about sour cream was that. I, even though I leave the foil attached and reseal, I will inevitably f- see mold in there. So clearly it's not working. Here's, yes. a, here's a great question for you. All right. So you're making that burrito, Josh. And let's say you've got avocado and you're using that, you're using the spoon to spoon the avocado. Do you ever go into the sour cream knowing that you might contaminate it oh. with some avocado? Something like a sour cream, I think you've just got to solo spoon it. Why? Yeah. You can't share it. No, you Why? can't introduce dynamic variables that, that may encourage mold earlier. You just you're just saying that because it's got the word sour in it, right? Uh, <laughs> no, no, because no. it's white. And it looks bad. <laughs> and it's way more noticeable. No, no, it's like it's like spreading some form of butter and then going into the Vegemite straight away. Okay. You don't want to introduce that butter to the Vegemite because then it's exposed out of but the But that's fridge. the way to do it. You go light to dark. Yeah. So that's, that a, that, that's the firm yeah, rule, is you it? Can, <laughs> you can go butter to Vegemite. You can't go Vegemite into butter. <laughs> it's true. But like the avocado, right? You could go, I reckon you could go avocado into some salsa. You couldn't go avocado into some sour cream. Great. Great. That's the rule. That's, that's a great rule. <laughs> that's no, really it good. It can't apply. No. <laughs> so you have to go light to dark. Okay, wait a second. Um, I was just about to say, is there anything more frustrating than trying to precisely uh, spread sour cream on anything <laughs> it's unbelievable with so the back a, of the spoon a right? teaspoon i'm sorry no you spread what? it with the back of the spoon right? why just... why <laughs> go on how do you do it then i just no i just like it's literally like um it's like the hammer throw the olympics <laughs> no but you get it you get a teaspoon. it's not you get a teaspoon you go into the sour cream yeah. and then you just gotta go you, you just throw it <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Hang on, a Jackson hang on, Pollock painting. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> that is literally the gesture you are using, Dion. Hang on, hang on, hang on. You tell me, Christian, you've got a burritos just sitting there. Yeah. You've got a tub of sour cream. Now don't don't do your bullshit. Oh, I want the listeners to hear this. What how are you getting that sour cream on your burrito? Okay, so I'd probably start with a knife. Really? Oh. Oh. <laughs> but also, if I start with a spoon, like Josh said, use the back of the spoon so, to spread and I'm going to introduce my finger. That is when you introduce <laughs> onto your own burrito. Oh, no, oh, no, no, no. Onto the spoon to get One all second. of the sour cream Whoa. out Christian, of can it. you please introduce your finger? <laughs> <laughs> I would like to table my finger, the back of my finger. <laughs> But what I do, Dan, to give you an idea, I think you go the dip in with the spoon and then I'll do yeah. a sideways tap to essentially drop the sour cream onto the burrito. Yep. What about if it's a plate? Oh, actually, no, actually, you know the big difference, and I think maybe this is where we're at an, an impasse. At what stage of the burrito are you adding the sour cream? Ooh. How many ingredients are on there? Do you, do you, but what? what? Sour I, cream I, is the base. I'm starting what? the it's sour cream. What? It's at the cream. end. See? What? See? Oh, I, I knew it. I that's it. why you've done it all wrong, you idiot. No, I'm not an idiot. It's, <laughs> I've never, I've never, I've never been to Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, see, that's the thing. It's all of these things. I only learnt 10 years ago how to wipe my own ass and it's, <laughs> and it's all this same stuff that people just presume, oh, this is how people do it. No one I haven't te- learned. No one no. teaches you. Like no. your father will teach you to shave. I wipe my Your- ass with a teaspoon. <laughs> <laughs> no one teaches you 
how to apply what order you should do a burrito, right? You just yeah. find it out, figure it out for yourself. Wait, yeah. so you so you both do all the sauces first? I've started yes. doing that yeah. now. Hang on, hang on. What did you used to do? I think sour cream used to sort of be towards the end with with the. But salsa. that makes sense. But makes that makes sense, sense, makes sense, Dion, to do it at the end because the sour cream. It, it's that fresh It's the cut through cold mm. You want that cold To cut through yeah, the rest I know The problem is Putting <laughs> it on first You lose that But mm. it's too chunky That you can't spread correct. it out nicely yeah, at the end. But at the start You can plop a bit on And then use the back of the spoon To rub <laughs> yeah, it round so, And so get for, a good spread So for me All spreadable Salsa Sour cream Hummus Which I like to put in there Barbecue sauce maybe <laughs> He's been to Mexico Wait you got fo- You got, fo- you got six sauces, sauces In your burrito Yeah Maybe Actually <laughs> Yeah No Dion You should see dinner time At our place The number of sauces That come out from fridge to table It's honestly about from Eight or nine to table. How many How many get So you just have them As a selection just yes, go- It's seriously like Eight or nine Why yeah. don't you go Why don't you go Table to fridge <laughs> Why are you going Fridge to table Just go up to the fridge And see the sauces you want Rather than Envelop no, 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 the no, no, whole because, table with glassware because I, I don't want to make my sauce decision until I've got the plate in front of me. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really, really good. You know what's really, really good? Really, really good. You know what's really, really good? Now it's time for Really Good, and we love hearing your Really Good, so jump on our socials. We're going to fire up Really Good Fridays again. Jump on our Instagram, jump on our Twitter, jump on our Facebook, and we'll be posting them there, and you can pop your Really Goods, and they might get read out on the show. Jump, 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 jump. (laughs) But for now, it's just us. And you know what's really good? When you spend a little bit extra on the upgraded version of a product, and it ends up being totally worth it. Oh, really, good. Really, good. Good. really good. Do you know what's really good? When you remember to mute your microphone just before you sneeze. Oh, really good. Really good. And you know what's really good? When changing the order of the AA batteries in the dead TV remote gives it a little more juice. <laughs> really good. Really good. Really good. Thank you so much for listening to Welcome to Patchwork. We know a lot of you out there have been telling your friends uh, to listen to our show. We know it. It doesn't go unnoticed. So please continue to do it. It's lovely. It's absolutely lovely. So thank you so much to the patrons who just recently joined uh, our Patreon page. David, Ali, Issy, Catherine, Lorraine. You guys are absolute legends and you now have access to a bonus feed that you can listen to in the off week. Um, So really, really appreciate your support with that. And of course, if anyone else wants to sign up, please go to patreon.com forward slash welcome to patchwork and sign up there. And another little extra, we're expanding the patchwork content machine so <laughs> we've obviously got discord if you want to jump onto that we've got a discord a bit of a community there hanging out and having a chat also we started streaming on twitch so uh our most recent well our only stream so far i've uh, been doing some of the editing of the podcast on twitch so it's a really nice way if you just want to hang out for a few hours in an afternoon get a bit of behind the scenes and how the show runs but also it's almost like a, a live listen through as well so uh it's really good fun i really enjoyed everyone who hung out last time and i think josh and i might play some video games oh yeah so you can just look up uh, it's welcome to patchwork on twitch as well and as well, just Game Boys, we are live at Melbourne Fringe. We're doing Fridays at 8 o'clock for the duration of the festival. So tune in Friday, 8 o'clock. It's hey, hey, it's lockdown. Uh, we had the first show last Friday. It was a lot of fun. I really, really enjoyed it. It was awesome to be performing some live stuff, even though it's digital. Um, but yeah, check out the Melbourne Fringe site. You can uh, check out the show Hey, Hey, It's Lockdown. And as we do every week, we sew a new patch into our Quilt of Friendship. Josh, what patch did you sew into our quilt this week? 
Thank you, Dion. My patch this week is you going to the animal shelter and asking for their sexiest dog. <laughs> Christian, what patch did you sew this week? Thank you, Josh. This week, I also sewed into my patch Dion calling roadside assist to apply some sour cream to his burrito. <laughs> It's funny you should sew that patch because I also sewed me competing at the 2024 Olympics as a member of the 4x100 sour cream dollop relay team. <laughs> Think of the baton action. Thank you for listening to Welton. Thank you for listening to Welcome to Patchwork for another week. I've been Dion. Let's go back to Welton. <laughs> Welcome to Patchwork. <laughs> I've been Josh. And I've been Christian. Goodbye. 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 You should be able to work your... Like, even that was... You're speaking of safety, you know...